Peace and blessings, everybody. You're listening to The Good Brother Experience, where it is I, the good brother, the original black man. I am Reek. And let's get these announcements out the way. First and foremost, if you have not been drinking any fucking water, you're probably new here. Thank you for giving my show a chance, and I appreciate you. But I gave you guys reminders three times a week. Put water in your body and stop being stupid. Secondarily, if uh, you can do me a favor and rate, review, and subscribe to my program, I would definitely appreciate you doing so. Click the fifth star. Anything less than five stars, I would have to believe you have hatred in your bloodstream. Last but not least, if you want to write into your show, if you want to talk to your boy, if you want to see what I'm thinking, if you want to see what I'm seeing, if you want to be what I'm being, and all the other kind of shit, Good Brother Experience at Yahoo.com. Once again, Good Brother Experience at Yahoo.com. All right. We got some emails. And uh, pretty short today. I think we only have about four. And after this four, I pretty much don't got nothing left, my nigga. So if y'all don't write nothing in, there'll be no 52.3 because that's just how it works. All right. Let's start with. Do, 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 do. Ha. This comes from uh, B. What well, is good, brother? It's your boy B. So the question when the fuck did it become to trick on these hoes? That's what he said. So, question when the fuck did it become to trick on these hoes? I'm guessing he wanted to say, when did it become cool to trick on these hoes? It's all good, B. You're writing all the time. I'll shoot you some bail. Review, review the message log below. I took uh review the message log below. I took to homie court because I said I never paid for puss a nigga for his pride. I'd rather go dry before I pay. Sent from my iPhone. Okay, let's upload these shits. Alright. And due to the fact that I won't reveal any of these names. I'll just read the text messaging. And it was the mannequin meme. Y'all niggas paying for pussy. I dropped a few bands on a ring for some putty. I can't say that shit. I'm still paying Dolo. Uh, yeah, y'all niggas fucking uh, conversation styles out of hand, son. You never pay for putty. Putty $5 for 45 minutes in Tijuana. I'm just saying. Uh, sign me up for some Tijuana titties. Uh, gal say cap. I say he's speaking his truth. Uh, son pay for his own girl. Uh, let's talk about the tour you was on. Yeah, you niggas conversation style is out of line, son. So what I'm gathering from this conversation is one of your... Uh, friends pay for some pussy in Tijuana and then he was looking to see if any of his other friends ever pay for prostitution right am I getting the general gist and I'm here to tell you that that shit be happening and I will share with you a story not too long ago I went to DR right a friend of mine was getting married and there was a whole bunch of us right because we're all niggas we all grew up with one another we all have love for one another and we're pretty much more than brothers than we are as friends right so 
a friend of mine had the ingenious plot of going to DR as opposed to paying for a bachelor party. And I was with it. I'd never been to DR before. And all throughout my life, I was always told that Spanish women love black men. And they can't even control themselves whenever they see black men. So if you go down there, you're going to catch wreck. Now, at this time, I was in a relationship. So I wasn't going out there to see any of the bitches. I was going out down there to get drunk and have a good time. But to get the stories of my man's bagging some Spanish joints, whatever, on the strip. We don't even have, like, any type of idea what DR even looks like. So we're like, ah, it's probably like a little strip of bars, whatever. We go outside, speak to some women that speak some Brooklyn English, scoop some joints up, and then do what gotta be done. Right? That's what you would think. Right? And then as we're at the resort, we're saying like, hey, uh, do you guys know any places to go? Everybody kept talking about this town called Sasua. Right? And they're like, oh, all the beautiful women, they're gorgeous, they're voluptuous. They're not saying these words because we're still in DR. But they were getting around to the fact that these were going to be the most uh, spectacular women that we've ever seen. Right? So we get down there and we go to a, a bar. We pay $2 to get in. Like, the drinks are dirt cheap. We're going around. And I see the homies bagging joints, but they're, like, trying to bag numbers. And all the girls are just with it. So afterwards, niggas texting the joints, and pretty much the joints is like, yo, how much money you got? It's $60. It's $40. It's $70. And this was like every single woman. Then you go outside, and you're walking along, because there was a strip in Sasua, and girls are grabbing at your crotch. They're grabbing at your hand. They're online on the sidewalk in single file. These are women that would get 300,000 followers on Instagram, and they're selling pussy for $100. And then the next night, we went to like this casino slash bar and every single woman in there is selling pussy. So I think everybody needs to understand that if you go to DR, there is no bagging bitches. You're going down there to pay for it. And the reason why I say that is because there are times in which you're going to have to pay. Now, if you're one of these sexual deviants that you look for prostitution on a regular basis because you don't want to have like the emotional connection to a woman, you just want to fuck her and dip, then I really can't say that any of your homies or anybody in society is trying to popularize it as opposed to niggas just be doing what they got to do to satisfy themselves, my nigga. You understand? Like, just, I'm not a fan of paying for vagina, you know what I'm saying? But I do understand the importance of paying for a vagina. It's very similar to if you go to a different country and you want to go hiking, you want to go kayaking, you want to see the sights, you want to go on that tour where the person with the with that microphone is telling you what's going on. You want to be on that goddamn boat in the French Riviera with the nigga with the hat and the striped shirt. It's just a part of the experience. You go to Amsterdam, you want to get high. You go to Scotland, you want to get the scotch. You go to Germany, you want to drink some beer. You go to Tijuana or DR, you want to pay for some pussy. It's a part of the tourist experience. So if they got pussy under those pretenses, then I definitely understand. Love is love. It happens to the best of us. All right. Now let's go to the next email. Greetings, good brother. It's T. I can't stand up where the hoes at, nigga. Clearly you don't know, seeing as you were asking. Exclamation point. The main ones that are that ask either stare like you're at a museum or something 
or they get put in the game and kill the vibes. Then say they favor line, them hoes is on some bullshit. No, my good sir, you are on the bullshit. Funny thing is the type of nigga that be on this type of time can never tell you where the hoes are if you inquire. It's all it's always you, the one that got them all. Peace and blessings. T you write into the show all the time, and that's probably the best email I've could have received. I couldn't have expressed that shit better myself. It's very Alright, how can I put this? It's very rare that the person that says where the hoes at can actually provide any. And I'll even continue. There's times to where niggas be like, yo, it's just a sausage fetch in here. Because they don't see like the value of just being around your friends and just laughing and chilling and talking about sports and I mean, whatever y'all niggas is doing, I mean, talking about old times, they don't see the value of just being a collection of all guys and just chilling, watching the game, playing 2K, exchanging stories, eating some food, getting drunk, whatever have you. Niggas just haven't seen each other in a little minute. Everything got to be, yo, where the hoes at? I'm not going to be just going over there. There's no women. But these very people will never, ever provide women, son. And not ever. Not never, ever, never, ever, never, never, ever, nigga. And it's always niggas that want to just feast off of your hoes, but they never want to provide any hoes. And it's nasty with them, son. And then when you put them in the game, when you sub them in, when you tag them in, whatever have you, and it's time for them niggas to rise to the occasion, what they do is some of the nastiest shit that could be done. They sit there and they stare, similar to what T said, like they're at a museum. Or they'll just act like they're in their phone when they're really just scrolling through their photo gallery. Or they'll have like some meaningless conversation. Or even worse, try to take charge of the conversation and ruin the vibes in its entirety. And now the woman is looking at niggas like, uh, who's your mans? Or the overly thirsty niggas that that's try, like they see the bitches and they zero in within seven minutes of being there, making the women mad or uncomfortable. Like there's a there's a particular study that should be shown of the person that asks where the hoes at in accordance to how many times they've even brought hoes around. Now I'm saying hoes very loosely. I respect women, come on now. Like it's the good brother experience. If I can't speak freely to you guys, who the fuck am I gonna be able to speak freely to? I know all women ain't hoes. It's understandable. But the go to phrasing is where the bitch is at. And I I didn't make the rules, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? So as I was saying it's fucking vile behavior when you see men that want to do nothing but just capitalize on hoes that you brought forth or the niggas that just come around like man these hoes is whack or yo these hoes is ugly or yo these hoes is this or yo these bitches ain't shit or yo what kind of hoes y'all niggas got me around where are yours it's very similar to the people that will like talk about your jewelry but don't own any like niggas got the first thing to say about your watch but don't own a watch or be the first people to talk about your kicks, but all they do is wear is Vans and Chucks. Or the first people to talk about your gear, but they do nothing but wear bootcut jeans and sweatpants. Like, it's crazy. Like, how you have no leg to stand on in regards to the women that I bring around, the women that are around, the, the lack of women that are around. But you complain, or you just be like, nigga, y'all niggas on some bullshit. Y'all niggas, whatever. I need to get around a, another group of niggas. All y'all do is shut around niggas. Y'all niggas is never around hoes. When are you around hoes? And let me, before I fucking continue, let me take it a step further. 
A lot of times, niggas are in this position to where they're locking in with a girl, but every girl does not have friends readily available. It's the way of the world. The girl will come for him, so I'm pretty sure that if a nigga summons a woman, he can summon a woman, but it's very rare where you can get a nigga that has women that has friends and all their friends will come, right? That takes a special type of individual. I am that special type of individual. I have done this 477,633 times, right? But I've been around niggas that always come around. The niggas be cheap with the bread as far as like putting money in, getting some snacks, feeding everybody, getting some burritos or some shit like that, getting some chicken wings, putting money towards the barbecue, anything. And then never ever will contribute to the woman population of the of the party it's absolutely nasty behavior and i think that that shit is disruptive to everything that we got going on in regards to like for progress if you're a nigga that gets no hoes or if you're a nigga that just gets hoes on an individual basis but you don't have the command or the swag to get a group of women to come to where you ask them to come to shut your fucking mouth you're in the way you're wildly annoying and if you're like how i am i will just stop inviting you son or you'll come off the cuff because a nigga that has like a heart of gold will t- like tell niggas to come. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll tell special niggas to come to a particular place for special things. But when you tell those special niggas, niggas will hit the other niggas. So let's say one one man's name is Green and one man's name is Red. My man Green always knows what to do if the women is around. Even if he can't bring women around, no matter what group of women that we have present, he knows how to operate. He knows how to move. He knows how to speak to them. He knows how to add to the party. He knows how to add to the games. He knows how to make people laugh. Red, on the other hand, no social skills. But Red is very cool to Green. So Red will be like, yo, Green, what's good for tonight? Nah, son, not for nothing. This nigga Reek said that whatever, whatever, you over there. So now I invited green to come to this i'm friends with greed and red i told green to come green tells red to come now green and red is there and they're making fucking purple and purple is not contributing to the hoes and that shit is fucking aggravating son i mean be more like green don't be like red all right next email reek i appreciate the podcast my brother I've been listening since day one. I would like to inform you on homeownership. It's not for everyone, especially you since you live in Long Island, but it can be a good financial move if you do it earlier in life. Me and my fiance own and occupy a home in upstate New York. We do own the land and that the house that is on. That is typically, uh, I'm sorry, that is typical here upstate. The land that is yours usually is drawn out in the deed or survey. Home ownership can be a gift and a curse, but so far I love it. It's hard work, but it pays off. Keep delivering great content. Peace and blessings. Pass the dressing. That's dope. First of all, shout out to you for actually meeting the woman of your dreams and locking in with her. Secondarily, I want to congratulate you on finding a home, uh, owning the home, and just having like a subtle lifestyle in upstate New York. You know what I'm saying? Because upstate New York is definitely go when you don't want the bitches no more. I mean, when you're trying to set up a family, you go upstate. So I respect you. I respect everything you got going on. And I want to thank you for the information. And as I was saying before, I never owned a home. I've just lived in home. So I'm 
because this is why I say I, I'm not sure if you own a home, you own the land that it's on, right? I live in my aunt's house currently, right? And she's getting renovations to the crib. And she keeps telling me about what the town will and will not allow her to do. If she's going to get an extension of the house, it needs to be within some odd feet of the fucking fence. It, if you're going to have a deck, it needs to be some odd feet and width of the weather shit. And this needs to be in correspondent to that. And you can't have this. And if you're going to add to your garage, you can't put this into your garage. Like, we cannot make that garage livable, right? All we can do is, like, weatherproof the garage, but we can't, like, put insulation, put a heating dial, put seats in there. Like, you can't make the garage into, like, a mini apartment. Like, you just, you're just not allowed to. And maybe I'm too simple to understand this concept, but if you own the land that your house is on, how are there restrictions on what you can do to your house and your land? How does that work? I don't understand it. If I wanted to put a mini house in the backyard, I can't do it, but I own this land. Like how, why do I need, now the, Now I do understand that you might need permission from the town for like noise or sawdust or if a whole bunch of workers is going to be back there making noise and clanking and doing all this shit that's, dis, that's disruptive to your neighbors, then I understand that. Like you might need like a noise permit or some shit like that. Or you might just need to notify the town like, yo, there's about to be a whole bunch of sawdust in the air that day. But for niggas to have to go outside with like tape measurers because you need to be within the confines of what the town tells you to do. And you can't have certain bathrooms in your crib. If you want to put another bathroom in your house, that's legal. If you want to put another fucking den in your house, that's legal. Like all this nonsense, my nigga. How do you own this land and you still need permission from the white man of what you can do on your land? This is the shit I'm talking about. Now, I did have a conversation with my friend and he told me something that I didn't know. If you get a condo, you need to pay the condo fee and the mortgage fee. And the condo fee and the mortgage fee can be the same amount of money. So if your mortgage is $1,800, the condo fee might be $1,800. That is disgusting, my nigga. Why is it so hard to be a human being out here, bro? They tell you to own, but they don't prepare you if your water heater breaks and you got to have $10,000 on demand or your fucking kids got to shower in the cold and don't let it be December because that means everybody's going to be freezing. They don't tell you that you need to have condo fees if you want to get a condo. They don't tell you if you want to get your own spot, the landlord can raise the rent up $1,000 and has to give you a 30 days notice to move out. It's crazy out here, son. Absolutely bonkers. Shout out to you and your wife or you and your fiance. Hopefully y'all niggas have it together because this shit is out of hand. With that being said, I'm going to get to the last email. Because I did say I was going to read four of them. This comes from, is there something, is there a name that you want me to call you? The answer is no. This comes from Desmond. How are you, good brother? How are you, good brother? You can call me D. Oh, sorry about that. Uh, over these past few months, I have been questioning my purpose. There's been so many deaths and I'm finally starting to realize that life is a privilege that us black folk don't. I'm sorry. I read that wrong. There's been so many deaths and I'm finally starting to realize life is a privilege that us black folk don't have the privilege of currently working two jobs. One is full time and one is part time just to keep me busy. But the feeling of working for someone just doesn't sit right with me anymore. 
I'm 23 years old and I'm currently in credit card debt. I'm working out of it, but still that is a primary reason why I'm not ready to just quit my job and start chasing my dreams yet. That job pays great for now, but it's just that feeling working under someone else and being told what to do. What advice could you give me? Peace and blessings, good brother. Love the podcast. Been here from the start. Keep up the entertaining content. I need those laughs while at work. Send from my iPhone. All right. That's how I'm going to end the podcast because this is very important. You're the same age as my little cousin. You were born in 1997. And I'll tell you a story. Well, a a mini story. Oftentimes, I peruse Facebook only for the memories portion. And I remember in 2009, I was 19. I was like, yo, does anybody have any ideas for this YouTube series I'm about to start? And YouTube now is not YouTube then, right? I wanted to get a camera. I wanted to do something very similar to what I'm doing now. I'm just saying shit and making y'all laugh or whatever have you. And I never did it. I didn't have the discipline to buy the camera, to learn editing, whatever have you. If I started video editing 11 years ago, who knows where I'd be right now. I wouldn't be behind the curve the way I am. Uh, I might have even stumbled into podcasting because niggas is like, yo, you know, on the iPhone app, there's that purple shit, right? You know, you can have your own show. Like, who knows what I've been able to do? So what I'm telling you is this. I don't know if you paint. I don't know if you want to be an actor. I don't know if you want to be a rapper, a music producer. If you want to be a podcaster, if you want to have a YouTube show, I don't know. But what I will say is you're only losing time because that facebook memory of me saying of me asking people people actually responding to me telling me what they wanted me to talk about talking about how i've always been funny and all that kind of shit that's the type of shit that i was told when i was 19 son and i'm 30 and i didn't do this podcast until last year i was 29 when i started bro what's going to happen is you're going to get used to the amount of money that you're making right now you're like you know what i'm making a sizable amount of money I don't got to ask my father for money. I don't got to ask my mom for money. I'm paying off my car. I don't know if you went to college. Hopefully you didn't. But if you did, maybe you're paying off your student loan, loans. When you see shit on the GOAT app, you can pay for that shit immediately. If you see some clothes that you want, maybe on an IG ad, you're like, oh, that's a cool $40 t-shirt. You have the, uh, what is that called? The, the, the disposable income to be able to just cop shit on the whim. It's probably smooth living for you right now. And I'm here to tell you that that's not going to change. You're going to get used to the amount of money that you're making and you're still going to feel empty inside. You're still going to feel like, fuck, son, I'm wasting all my goddamn time. Is this what life is? Is life just designed for me to get up and go to work and then just have weekends off? So out of all the days I have in this life, I only can look forward to having two days of when I'm doing what I want to do. That's not how you want to live, my nigga. And you're young enough. You're 23. You can stop this right now. So if you want to be a pianist, take those piano lessons. Like, pay for it, son. The $2,000, you're going to make it back. I'm telling you. That's just how life works. Money comes back, bro. But time doesn't. Don't be the person that's 34 years old that's singing in the shower. And then your fiance listens to you singing in the shower. And your kids are listening to you singing in the shower. And now you're on America's Got Talent as the 34-year-old dad that never followed his dreams. And now you're following it now. You don't got to go out like that, son. You're going to turn 30 soon. Now, that's fucking scary to hear. I know. But I'm telling you, 
When I was 23, I graduated from SUNY Cobleskill. I started working at Planet Brooklyn Academy. It's a boutique store in Brooklyn. And I was there for three years. And I literally blinked. And I was 26. And I did nothing of substance. Nothing. Nothing I wanted to do. I wanted my own show. I was on the He-Man Woman Hitters Club at the time. But I wanted my own shit. I wanted to be in front of the camera. I wanted to make people laugh on my own accord. I wanted to contribute something to society that people would like. I wanted to make this mixtape. I'm making a mixtape now, but I could have did this eight years ago. I would have been way better at rapping if this is the case. You never, ever push your dreams aside because of money, my nigga. Now, that sounds crazy, but I'm living proof, son. You weather the fucking storm. I don't know where life is going to take me. And this is me really being real with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Uh, a lot of times you guys stop li listening after 15 minutes. So only a special group of people is listening to me speak right now. I don't know where life is going to take me. I don't. I don't have like this command of my future to where I, I might be a millionaire off of podcasting. A thousandaire off of podcasting. I don't know if I'll be on a show. I don't know if I'll be a voiceover actor. All things that I want to do. All things that I'm trying to do. But what I will tell you is this. It's a freeing feeling that I do not have to wake up at 5.45 in the morning, go somewhere, wear some swagless ass fucking slacks, wear a swagless button up, and be somewhere for eight to nine hours without my control. They tell you when you can eat lunch. They, they, they look at you about how many times you go to the bathroom. If you have to take a shit, you're taking a shit on company time, and they could fire you. Look at how many layoffs is happening. Just Google layoffs. I don't know where you are in the world, but if you're in New York, sanitation workers, teachers, everything, everything is going to shit. Now, nobody saw that a global pandemic was coming, but nobody wants to be a garbage man. Nobody wants to be a mailman. You do these things because they pay well. And that's what it is. But if you have a dream in any capacity, start tomorrow. Take a day. Really... Wrap your mind about what you want to do, how you want to do it, how you want to go about it. But do not wait, son, because you're in a space where you work two jobs. Days fly like this. I already know they do. You wake up and all of a sudden you blink and it's four o'clock in the afternoon and you're going to job number two. I know what is going on, son. You probably work 40 hours one week on one job and 20 hours at the other job part time. I already know how that goes because you're just bored and you're not doing shit. So you say to yourself, hey, why would I just stay home and watch Netflix? I can be out here making this money. And look at you. Years out your life have been taken for what? For you to have $10,000 in your savings? Is $10,000 worth your 20s? You know the answer to that question, bro. Don't be like me, son. Don't wait so long to follow your dreams and then being looked at as the person that can't catch up. Or you wasn't with the group of people that are cool in your field. So all these niggas on to do better and bigger things. And you missed your opportunity for you to come out in the mud with them. So you can have those relationships. You don't have to be like that, son. That's why I do this show. I do this show to show you what to do and what not to do. I'm showing you to follow your dreams. I'm showing you fuck wide and stop working for them. But don't wait, son. You're 23. You have mad time left. And you probably feel older because you have friends that are 19. But in the grand scheme of things, if you're lucky, you'll die at 90. We have mad time left, bro. Don't waste your 24th birthday putting in PTO hoping that you get off. That's not dope, son. You're better than that.
And I know you better than that because you listen to my show. Peace and blessings. Pass the dressing. And I'll speak to you guys on my one-year anniversary on 52.1.